Welcome back to Better or Worse Than Transformers, where we take a movie or a TV show and tell you whether it's better or worse than the most mediocre movie ever made, Michael Bay's Transformers. I'm your host, Joseph. With me are my co-hosts, Ian. Hey, how you doing, guys? And Christian. What's up? This week, we're going to be doing Incredibles 2, the much-awaited sequel to the Disney Pixar film Incredibles, 14 years later. Uh, we have a lot of thoughts. It was, it was a, a fun ride, but first, Ian, you want to walk us in with some of the news? Uh, yeah, so there's, it's been a kind of a slower week, but there's some stuff we wanted to talk about. Um, Wonder Woman 2 is, is shooting now, principal photography, so mm-hmm. they, they released some set photos. One of them is, like, her in front of, like, a whole bunch of 1980 pop culture TV screens, and it looked pretty cool. Um, one's her outfit, it looked just, like, the same. And then they released one where it's Steve Trevor, played by, you know, Chris Pine, who's in the original, who supposedly died. Is I guess back and the same age, same okay. no context given for anything. Um, Frozen and carbonite. Yep. Is is there is there comic like look the, the tradition? Does that happen in the comics where they could pull from the, the traditional thing you go for here is you go for like his grandson yeah. or something that looks just like him. Yeah. You know, like the genes are strong in that family, <laughs> but you're going like the exact same actor. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like they're just gonna go with some. You know, yeah, but no, is is there source material where Steve Trevor like it gets frozen and comes? Like, I'm sure there is. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't know, can't comment on that. Um, but I also heard in the rumor that Pedro Pascal's character is like a god who can like shape shift, and that maybe what we're seeing is Steve Trevor is actually not really oh, Steve Trevor. That could be cool. That would be cool. The interesting thing I think is that from what I saw, the Steve Trevor image was the first one posted. I just feel like Patty Jenkins was like, let's just go ahead and get this out there. Like people are going to know they're going to see him on set. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's just go ahead and address it. Yep. Well, they, they kind of beat around the bush with Superman in justice league and they caught a lot of shit for that. So I think they're just like, let's just not catch any more shit. Let's just, you know, cause wonder woman is the one movie that hasn't really gotten negative response from people. I feel like they're just going to ignore justice league completely from here on. Absolutely. Out. Yeah, I don't know. Wonder Woman 84, that's going to be bad, I think. I don't know. Cheetah, Kristen Wiig. I'm excited to see that. Well, I just want, I want to know. I want to know, man. I don't know if it's going to be bad. You are not excited to see that. Oh, I am excited dude, to see that. Kristen Wiig is Cheetah. I don't know. What, what has Kristen Wiig ever done good? Um, stuff. <laughs> What's Kristen Wiig done good, Nips? Uh, SNL? She's going to start in life. I mean, name she, one skit. She's no, she's she's not in any way a major player. But The Martian is a good movie. She is, and she doesn't deter it. I, I'd agree with that. You've uh, watched it four times in like the last six I days. Just said I, I just said I agree. With <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I like um, Joaquin Phoenix is Joker movie um, directed by Todd Phillips is doing The Hangovers. Looks like it's going to go. It's official, man. They announced a whole bunch of I'm the I'm so crew. confused about what this is. I think they're what? doing what we suggested. They're doing the DC animated movie route. They're just doing three different Joker movies. None of them connected. You know what I mean? And they'll do a Batman movie. Like, just don't connect mm-hmm. any of them. Just make movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's definitely what it seems like. They fucked do. that whole last bunch of movies up because they got bogged down in a DC universe and they didn't make good movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they just, I think they're just like, let's just try and get good people making good movies. Because I think Scorsese was attached to this. I think he's point. producing it. I yeah, don't he, think he's... He had his hands in it at some point. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, think, I didn't see his name on this part of it, so maybe he's kind of backed off. But, I mean, just get some... I mean, Joker's a cool character, so, I mean, I have no idea how this is going to happen. I don't know if you I can do a... Idea. I don't know if you can do a Joker-centric movie, but yeah. I feel like with, like, enough of a cast around him... Well, you I could, think if you're doing a Joker movie, you got to, like... Don't have Batman in it. Maybe have it like with the Riddler, and it could be a gang. Like this is supposed to be an, an origin Arkham, movie. Make I it think. an Arkham with like you know a whole bunch of gang families, and they're all run by like a, you know one of the villains. 
I can see that. I'd like that. I mean, I just it's just hard like to Like Arkham Knight's like that. Are you supposed the to video game. Are you supposed to root for the Joker the whole time? I know. Yeah. I, I that's what they want cuz a lot of people like whoever likes Deadpool likes Joker. It's like the same crowd. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, I like the Joker, but I don't want a movie about the Joker. Um, cuz I heard I an know, update on that. I know this one is apparently like shooting like later this summer. Like the news is they announced like the director of photography and a whole bunch yeah. of the crew and that's actively casting right now. And I know that, well, the other thing is, like, at the top of the DC, like, whoever runs DC Films, they kicked out uh, Geoff Johns. Yeah, Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. And they put in the, I think it's a girl who was running the Conjuring movies, like, like that, that whole universe. So I feel like she's now putting her hands in it. Like, I know the other rumor that came out was uh, Ben Affleck is not coming well, yeah, back. Well, that, yeah, that's the one I forgot to write down for that the I put on there. Is, is that, it, is that what yeah, my, my understanding okay. is he's not coming back, not. and it's not going to be set in the same universe as yes. the Justice I'm League telling universe. You, they are totally doing the DC in it. I think they're just going to start making, like, a whole bunch of separate movies with their characters. None of them are going to connect, and some will, hit, some will be better than others, I'm sure. Yeah, I heard that when the Batman is supposed to be, like, a younger Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. I heard Jake, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, that was before Spider-Man yeah. Home, Spider-Man Prom. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's true. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see some of these movies, honestly. You know, the more comic book movies, I, I enjoy those more than most. I, so, bring, I mean, them, realistic, bring them on. I'm just I'll ha- watch them all. Yeah, I'm just Give happy. Give me 17 <laughs> fucking Joker movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch every I mean, single one. One of them. them has to be good, right? <laughs> one of them has to be better than Transformers. I mean, <laughs> that's true. They're going to have a good Joker movie before they have a good Superman movie, and that's fucked up. Oh, that is fucked up. Man of Steel is a good movie. It's a fine movie. I, I, I do like Man of Steel, but... I could see where people would say it's not a good Superman movie. Right. And I would still argue... Hurt would, Hurt would be screaming right now. Oh, yeah. The okay. the Superman you get in Justice League is a pretty good Superman. I would agree yeah. with that. But that was, like, after he had been I mean, the worst kind of... But when it's there, he's really good. He is good. Uh, Man of Steel is a badass movie, though. It's a good movie. I like it. I like Michael Shannon. But, um, uh, yeah, the, the one thing I'm, I'm just having you brought it up is I'm... Yeah. Even if even if they still go in the wrong direction, I'm just glad they've kind of gotten a new captain for this ship. Like, just take it in a new direction. Well, I mean, the whole th- we don't even really know the structure because AT and T officially bought Warner Brothers last yeah. week. So all of this is still kind of up in the air. It's mm-hmm. up to change. Um, Jeff Johns, I mean, it's such it's such a weird thing because he, he's like, oh, I stepped down so I could be more creative. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to write the, the Green the Lantern fuck? movie, and you're like, dude, no, you Shut got the fired. Fuck up. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you fucked up. And that was the second guy they've been through because he replaced some Japanese guy who got fired after Batman vs Superman was accidentally got canned. Yeah. So yeah, they they fucked that up. Um, Dumbo trailer. This is along the same vein of Beauty and the Beast, uh, Jungle, Jungle Book, Book, Cinderella. Yeah, all these live action. They're live action and they're, they're making money off them. This one has got Colin Farrell and it looked like Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Pretty good cast. It looks good. I'm not a fan of Dumbo. I've never seen the cartoon, but um, I don't know. It, it intrigued me. I'll, I'll watch it. It looks what, good. What do you guys think? I was I was pleasantly surprised by how much I enjoyed the trailer. Um, the biggest thing that makes me nervous is, is Tim Burton. I'm just not a Tim Burton fan, but maybe if he can recapture some of that big fish magic, that would uh, that Sweeney. Uh, you know, I didn't actually. I didn't realize that he was doing it. So he literally just like took the Danny DeVito part from one and put it in the other. Yeah, like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna keep with the racist crows. I hope so. Yeah, it's a classic. Just, just like a you know, just go all in, double down on it. You have never seen the cartoon? Uh, uh-uh. man, it's really sad. Yes, yes, but I don't think I like it. I don't like Bambi. I don't like stuff like that. Yeah. 
I mean, it's I, not my jam. Then again, the movie looks better than I anticipated, so yeah. it doesn't come out. So Honestly, much, and if I'm being honest, I want Colin Farrell to become a thing. I liked him in. He's uh, had his chances in, in Bruges. In that Bruges. is in not how it's <laughs> in Bruges. <laughs> in Bruges. <laughs> in Bruges. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, True Detective season two. It's not good, but he's good. He in is it. good in it, and he's can. I will done argue so much anyone stuff. who says differently. He he put on weight like he tried. I actually and I'll give him I'll give him I'll give him a good a good faith effort. You know what I mean? I actually like him as Bullseye in uh, in Daredevil. No, see that's just wrong. Yeah, that's that's like an X Men origin kind of fucking hot take you just took. Away. I, I appre- <laughs> he likes that movie too. I, I, I know. <laughs> I appreciate the fact that he went all in. He's hamming it up. He's having a good time. I had a good time watching him. Well, Truthfully, the cast is not the problem with that movie. No. except for Elektra, Jennifer Garner, and Elektra. They're horrible. But I would love to like watch that movie and make fun of it because I, I can't. I think I've watched that one. Time. I think if you watched it, it, you, it wouldn't be as bad as you remember you, it. It's I, not I that bad. I feel like bad. Ben Affleck was jacked as fuck in that movie. Was he? Well, no, you know the, the whole cat. John Favreau's yeah. pretty funny in it. And yeah. Michael Clark Duncan was born to play Kingpin. Here's the yeah, absolutely. Michael uh, Clark Duncan's Kingpin. That was the best cast. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, I have to watch that. Here's the thing. I think Ben Affleck was jacked for being in a superhero film at the time but standards have risen yeah that's chris, true. chris hemsworth has like set the chris hemsworth and henry cavill have set the like the yeah. bar way yeah. too high for normal mortals I don't know, dude ben Affleck in batman versus superman he's just giant yeah he's, he's like huge. a broad fucking man mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like he's got big shoulders but like chris hemsworth <laughs> is and henry cavill both are like oh yeah they're, they're like, like cut i mean they're, and they're like, giant yeah. like it's it's an uh, how henry you did cavill both. especially is just like henry cavill and that in man of steel when yeah. he first like comes out of the water yep. Yep. Like, yep i was just about to say that it's like what the fuck dude yeah yeah there's no one like that well, steroids but yeah <laughs> um aquaman set photos so they released like it's that's in pre but I don't think it's shooting right now. I think it's they're done, like, man. It comes out in December. It's in a can. It comes out in December. Oh, okay. that, mean, so that means we should be getting a trailer pretty soon. Comic Con. They said it would be oh, did a Comic Con. Oh, so we well, got a month. That's cool. So, yeah. so in less than a month, we'll have an Aquaman trailer. Um, yeah. So they released some some uh, some movies, images, and like one of them is Black Manus. Yeah. And what did you Black think? Manus. I mean, it, I mean, Manus. all you see is the helmet, but it's exactly what you want to see. You know what I mean? Like yep. it, it's a very literal interpretation. There was there is a a shot of Nicole Kidman as. Queen Atlanta or Atlanta or however you say her name. It's fine. You know, more shots of Mira and Aquaman running around. Those are fine. And then, gosh, what's his half-brother's name? Orm? Yeah, Orin. No, wait. I think Orm. it's Orm. You're right. Oh, it Orm. is Orm. Uh, and played by Patrick Wilson. Is it played by Patrick Wilson? Yep, I believe yep. so. Oh, I fucking uh, hate Patrick Wilson. And again, Wilson. I mean, really looks the part. He's got the helmet. He's holding the helmet. You don't see the, like, the helmet on. But um, it looks like they went for a very, like, literal, you know, interpretation of those characters. And I think that's exciting. I think it's, I mean, look, the real question with Aquaman, besides can Jason Momoa act? Because that <laughs> that's is... That's a big question. Because that's more of a question now than it was when he was originally cast. Um, but no one's ever done underwater well. Yeah. So, I mean, you're doing a, an underwater, you know, action-adventure kind on. of film. Waterworld? All right, what are you? What point are you trying to get across here? <laughs> Waterworld is a great. It's, it's not water movie. It's not good. Two, most of it is not underwater. 
I'm going to argue that point. He takes the girl into the... Under, I said the <laughs> majority. <laughs> Most and that of, movie is very good. The Smokers? It's not good at all. all right, and I, and I, don't get me wrong. I think they're going to make sure a lot of this happens in like a closed dome Atlantis and that kind of thing. Yeah. But you're going to have to have some big underwater battle yeah, scenes. Yeah, for sure. Well, for that was, that's work. what I was going to say. Is the other publicity shot they released was like... Um, it was one army of like these riders on sea dragons and another army on like great white sharks. Yeah. And it looked like something out of like Star Wars, but like underwater. You know what I mean? Like crazy. Lore. I don't know. I think it could be cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think it's. I honestly, if I had to guess, I think this is gonna be the best one. I heard better that. than Wonder Woman. I mean, again, the, the bar's not set super high. I like Wonder Woman, but it's not a great movie. Yeah, I agree there. James Wan's a really good filmmaker. Yeah, That's I think this could be something like like Guardians, something completely different. Yeah, the underwater thing could work in it. Like it's like Ant Man. Like you know, take that gimmick and run with it for a movie. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, you guys hear that Jason Momoa is like really pissed off about the whole um, I hear you talk to fish line and Justice League. No. He was like, I'm trying to make this character a badass. And you're like bringing up like the oldest joke in the book. But uh, I thought it played well in the movie. I so. mean, it does. Also, there's no way you can bring that character in without addressing it. Yeah. You just you have, you have to. to. Yeah. Uh, last bit of news is Rick and Morty. Um, Justin Rowland, the creator, says there's going to be no more breaks. You know, once these episodes come out, they're going to come out pretty quick, I guess. Right, right? so, so the, you know, they recently got that order for, like, 70 episodes from Adult Swim. And so, since season one, they've had increasingly large gaps between seasons to the point where the last one was, like, two years. Yeah. Right? Something like that? Yeah, I think it was even two plus. It was uh, a long time. I think we're at a year now. Last, last. Yeah, you're right. It was April 1st last year is when it, when yeah. it came out last You're right, time. yeah. Um, it doesn't feel like that long ago. Uh, yeah. But we're just used to it now. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of just interested to see how this works from these two's creative process. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm down with getting more of it. I'm, I'm down with not waiting. But I'm curious to see if that, like, if that's going to be the downfall is forcing them to work on a schedule. Yeah. Dan Hartman has just such a rough history yeah. with this stuff. Like, I've been rewatching Community and it's funny. Like, you get to the point where he's fired and then they, like, bring him back. And it's, it's still, it's just, it's not as good. And so you wonder, like... Is is a tighter? It was what makes Rick and Morty so special. Is it's kind of they just do it as they want, you right. know, when they want, yeah. when they get the process. Like I can wait three years for Rick and Morty if it means I'm going to get good Rick and Morty. I, I know. I see you wearing um, your pickle Rick I'm shirt. Saying, I'm currently wearing a pickle Rick shirt. I love <laughs> Rick and Morty. Um, and like pickle Rick's probably the best episode, and that was last season. So like I don't even think it took a dip in quality. Like like the last season, I liked just as much as the earlier seasons. So I think. Yeah. I don't know. I'm ready to see more of that. I, and I liked where it ended. I want to see, I want to know what's up with, with Evil Morty. Like, there's so many threads that they've introduced that, I don't know, it's a good show. If you don't watch it, you should. The whole show's on Hulu. It's better than Transformers. It is better if than Transformers. If you're going to watch one episode to get into it, watch either Pickle Rick or... No, I, I, dude, or, start at the beginning. On. No, no, no. I'm saying if you're going to watch one of Jump on, either Pickle Rick or the one where, where they make the song... Uh, Against get Swifty, yeah, Swifty. Yeah. Oh my god! See, I, that's, I, that's the fucking funny. I disagree one. because <laughs> I think I think Rick and Morty is one of the few shows where the pilot perfectly encapsulates what Agreed. the show is about. I, yeah. I think the first five minutes, dude. Mm-hmm. When Rick walks in and he's like. Morty, I need, you, I need you to shove this up your bowl. Um, I mean, like, right away, you're like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever watched. <laughs> on, Marty. Right, up, right up your butt. It's great. Anyway. Incredibles? Yeah, we, yeah wow, that's, that's an awkward transition. Yeah. <laughs> right up your butthole, Incredibles, huh? Uh, so, yeah, how, how do we, uh, I saw that we got some box office figures. Oh, so, yeah, uh, Incredibles made $180 million. Domestic. Yeah. It, it was only projected for, like, 150 I would yeah. I say only 150 yeah. So it it, it, tr- it deep six the uh, old animated record, which is 135 Finding Dory. It, it, you know, Man. Beat it, by, beat it by, I think, $55 million. 
I mean, this with this play, you know, I was reading an article. It played more like a like a four quadrant blockbuster, like like a superhero movie. That's what they're comparing this to more than an animated movie to family. Like older men wanted, to, you know, teenagers. Like it was playing to everybody. There were a lot of uh, twenty four to thirty year olds who were really excited for this mm-hmm. movie, and they all have children now. So yeah, it was. I mean, it was. Um, Some of them do. Made a lot of money. Only a third of us in this group. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was it was very busy. Yeah, it was a lot of people were excited. I know I went to an eight o'clock showing of a kids movie at our second biggest theater in town and it was packed to the gills. I went to a one thirty showing in the afternoon in our worst theater in town and it was also packed to the gills. Like people were sitting on the floor and because it's the that location they didn't stop them. I mean, they, were, you know, <laughs> they just let them do it. Kept selling tickets. It's the Wild West over yeah, there. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's definitely gonna probably. It was the top. It was the ninth biggest opening ever. So that's ever. Infinity um, War officially crossed two billion too. That's happened yep, this week. Yep. Um, it made more than Captain America: Civil War. And it made more than Iron Man three. Incredibles two did. Yeah. Oh my god. It made more than. Uh, it was the second biggest June opening ever behind Jurassic World. So I mean, it's not making just animated records. It's like setting like broad bought box office records. So yeah, it was like like I said, it was it was the busiest day I've ever had at a theater. Was was Friday for us. Um, do you think that means Pixar is going to be on Brad Bird's ass to make a third one? Yes. Probably. Yes. Or, I, honestly, like, let me Frozen spinoff. There's a lot of, like... They, there are they, a lot of things If they wanted to, do. they can make... Fuck a Star Wars universe. Make an Incredibles universe. That's a good you know point. I mean? Before we go too far down that rabbit hole, let's, yeah. let's, like, introduce the movie or whatever. Sure thing. So, in, in uh, Incredibles 2, sequel to Incredibles, came out in 2004. So, this is a, a sequel 14 years in the making. The original is, is kind of a... I mean, it, it is a superhero film, mm-hmm. but it's also got a lot of spy elements. It's kind of about family and togetherness and, and finding your way and whatnot. The original one is set in, like, a vague 1960s Tomorrow Worldy universe. <laughs> Directed by Brad Bird. He, uh, he didn't want to make a sequel if he didn't have a good enough story to follow up the original that wasn't as good or better than the original. Um, so that takes us to now, 2018, Incredibles 2, also directed by Brad Bird. You want to give us a, a synopsis, Christian? Yeah, uh, this movie picks up immediately following the first film, like within seconds of the first film. Mm-hmm. And it, follow, it follows the Parr family as they kind of deal with the repercussions of bringing supers back into the spotlight and uh, where they're then approached by i don't remember what's the character what's um saul better call saul what's his uh what's his character's name i don't remember uh winston deber yeah approached by winston deber who comes up with a scheme into making superheroes legal again and by doing so making elastigirl is kind of like global celebrity going around saving the world because she's the most economical friendly superhero there is uh, all of this turns awry when his sister creates a supervillain that takes over the minds of all superheroes, leaving the par children to save their parents. Um, all, all the cast, Spoilers. most of the cast returns. Spoilers indeed. Most of the cast. Yeah. <laughs> Holly Hunter. Um, yeah, Holly Hunter. Um, Catherine Keener plays uh, Winston's sister. Evelyn. Evelyn, Evelyn aka yeah. um, screensaver. Screen uh, Screen Slaver. slaver. Uh, Craig um, T. Nelson is, is Bob Mr. Park, Incredible. Mr. Incredible. It's, it's a new Dash voice. It is a new Dash voice. The the old Dash grew up and had his, his voice changed, and so they had to get a... Hashtag puberty. Hashtag puberty. Poor guy. Uh, I know. Missed out on a paycheck. Yeah. That <laughs> guy's pissed. Missed <laughs> <laughs> out on a chance. What about Violet? Is Violet the same? The same yeah. one, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, same. You, bring, you brought uh, back... Sophia Bush plays uh, the girl... 
one who can make portals. What was her name? Void. Void, yeah. Who Sophia, is Sophia Bush? Uh, she's from One Tree Hill, a show I enjoyed very much. Don't make fun of me. Um, what else is she in? I don't know, man. A couple movies, but oh, keep going. If you say so. Um, Samuel Jackson. Samuel Frozone. Jackson's back as, as Lucius slash Frozone. <laughs> Lucius yep. is like the most Samuel Jackson character name possible. Isn't it? I don't know, man. I feel like I mean, he's I feel like he's been Lucius in like four or bunch. five movies. A bunch. Edna Mode is back again, played by uh, Brad Bird, the director. Uh, she was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Rick Dicker, the Jonathan the, Banks. Yeah, the, the superhero agency soul. fixer guy. Yeah. Uh, I guess that voice actor some passed away sometime between the original and now, and so he's replaced by Jonathan Banks of uh, Better Call Saul and uh, Breaking Bad fame. As, I noticed that in the movie. I was like, there's two people from Better Call oh, Saul. It, yeah. Like that Mike Ermintrout Mike voice is like unmistakable. Yep, yep. But yeah, so uh, what's, what's everybody's initial impressions here? I think, I mean, I, I enjoyed it very much. I think it's, it's good. I definitely don't think it's as good as the first one. Um, the reason is it definitely, it has a weak villain. You know, I like Syndrome. Syndrome is really cool. You know, he's a really cool villain for the first movie. Jason Lee is great as, as Syndrome. Uh, Captain Keener's screen slaver is kind of boring. Um, I, I think it was a, you know, it's a good change of pace instead of like having like this big showdown with the robot, they made it more like one-on-one superhero fights. You know what I mean? And I could see, and, and they did a good job with the end action scene with, but it was just different. But but I didn't think the villain was as good or as interesting. So that was my one critique. But um, it's fucking awesome. I loved it. I, Jack Jack stole the movie. Um, his scene with Edna was the best incredible scene of any <laughs> any Incredibles movie. Yeah. Better than anything in Incredibles one. And I loved like I would watch a Jack Jack movie if they could pull that off. Like yeah. I love everything about Jack Jack. Um, so I don't know. I really, I really loved it. I really enjoyed it. I, uh, I, re- I really love that movie. Like yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, to hit your point on Jack, Jack, I mean, it's, he steals the show. Yeah. I mean, every scene with Jack, Jack in the movie is the, is the best scene. scene. The raccoon scene is great. Yeah. And the interaction between him and Edna, it, I don't, it's, it's like, so I don't, cute. I'm not going to say that it doesn't make <laughs> sense, but it just, it, I can't even explain why it works so yeah. well. Like it just, her like obsession with him. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's great. You talk about the weak villain. I, I can kind of see where you're going with that. I, I kind of threw me for a curveball because I thought both of them were going to be evil. That's what I anticipated most right. of the movie. Um, so for it to just be her, that was a little shocking to me. Uh, I also, though, I don't feel like the movie's really about these superheroes versus a supervillain. I feel like it's really, and maybe this is just me being a parent, but I feel like it's, the movie's about being a parent. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, especially for Mr. Incredible, of like, there were these moments where I was like, no, dude, I, I feel that. Like, I feel you're like, gosh, how many times I put my kid down to bed? And as soon as like I go to close the door, they're just wide awake. I felt a lot of those moments. I lived a lot of those moments. So for the movie, for me, the movie's like, a parody of what parenting is like, and uh, I really connected with it because of that. Yeah, there's They're pandering some, to you. Yeah, yeah there's exactly. definitely some dad parenting because I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. That's that's what I mean, it's so funny. Like he's great in that movie, Mission yeah. Incredible. Like those scenes are great. Joseph, I really liked it. I think it's either as good or like just slightly below mm-hmm. as good as as the original one. Um, I actually didn't have a problem with the villain. One of the things I feel, I mean, I, I guess she's not, you know, she's not a superpowered entity. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not having a one-on-one battle, but. One of the things that I like about this movie that they maintain from the last movie is I don't know like they they keep that mystery element really like well like the it's not one of the I mean it is one of the main plots but it's not like you don't think of this movie as a mystery movie but so much of it is is spent following uh, Elastigirl trying to like figure out who this villain is figure out how to stop him how to catch him and what's going on and I feel like just having that story and having it as 
smart and developed mm-hmm. as it is, it makes it a more interesting, compelling story. And I think that's why the character's interesting because, you know, she's, you know, using her brains. Yeah. Not using all she that. outsmarted everybody. Right. And yeah. I like that. I don't know. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, everything's great. The cast is great. The story is great. It's just so fun. Like the, the, yeah. I would say that um, that bike scene where the, with the train mm-hmm. is probably the best animated action scene I've seen on film. You know what I mean? I thought it was really well done. I enjoyed it very much. It was a cool use of her powers. Yeah, and, and the everything. bike was cool how it split up. And, like, you know, it's just... it. He, he he definitely learned some stuff like um like uh, on Mission Impossible three like he knows how, like he learned how to shoot a little action Four. scene on that yeah. oh yeah, whatever, yeah. No, whichever one he did you know what yeah. I mean I think he did a the uh, good one yeah the good one that's <laughs> that's the best way we, Ghost that's Protocol we, that's how we should refer to it but um I thought that like it, it was better action than the first movie the um he, you talked about the kind of being this like, like Tomorrowland feel oh definitely you know yep. he it, it says and I know we've all said this Tomorrowland is a better movie than people give it credit for yep. but. There is so much influence of that in this movie and in the first one, and he just he nails it. Like the mm-hmm. look, this kind of like sci-fi future now almost for us like retro interpretation of what the what we think the the '60s and '70s you know should have been or whatever could have mm-hmm. been. Um, Bradford just he he nails that look. He yeah. understands exactly what it should be. It's like watching. It's like you're in Tomorrowland when you watch the movie. The Diggler was a cool opening scene. Like the I, what? The Diggler scene. The opening is that his name? The Underminer? Oh, why am I saying that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I got that completely wrong. But the Underminer was cool. I thought that dude. I thought that was a cool opening. I like. Cool I like the JC. Like yeah. a cool, op- a cold opening. Yeah. I mean, you you alluded to it in the action scene. They, they just do such a. I mean, we we were talking about Justice League earlier in this in this episode. But one of the problems that Justice League has, everyone's just so punchy. Like they they have all these amazing superpowers and they just constantly are just like punching their way th- yeah. through things. Whereas this this movie with both the the family and they introduce some you know mm-hmm. uh, not as well known heroes and and they just use the power so creatively yeah. and so well and it's just it's just so much more interesting to watch. I thought there was like a really good commentary on that and just one little line where. Uh, Mr. Incredible is talking to the guy in the hallway and he's like, you know, uncrunch it. And he's like, <laughs> when would you ever uncrunch? Do you unpunch things? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I really enjoyed Violet in this movie, mm-hmm. actually. Like, her whole storyline of her, like, trying to figure out high school and, like, going on this date with this little kid, like, I, I, I dug it. I thought it really worked. It landed with me well. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love Dash. Like, Dash, usually, his, that kind of, the, like, the kid role annoys me, but he's so funny in that movie. Yeah, he, he's like, got this, he is, like, constant commentary in the yeah. background of what's going on. He's, you know, the adolescence line is really great. He's good. I mean, they just, they feel very much like real kids of that age. Yeah. yeah. Would, you know, like, would react in those situations. What was I gonna say about the Violet thing? Oh no! Did the uh, did did the the just trying to be like a good dad thing get you in the feels? <laughs> yeah, right. I, the gut punch, man. I figured it might. Uh, I, I was I was really upset about that scene because I really wanted her to say that you know you're not a good dad, you're incredible, but she doesn't say yeah, that, and yeah. it really bothered me. <laughs> um, what else? What else? Did I think of this movie. I I think you're right, Ian. I think there's a lot of potential to mine future stories for sure. Yeah. in there um that don't necessarily have to be about the incredibles though i want to see more well of you see and that's that's one of the things i think is the strength of this movie i felt like this wasn't a sequel i felt like it was a second episode in a show that i really oh, like yeah. like the, the everything like the world feels continuous the characters feel continuous and the, there's so many hours especially with like you know we're talking about kind of these semi-eccentric characters you know you got like edna and dash and people that are good in small doses but could be a lot if you, if you use them the mm-hmm. wrong way 
Um, and so I was worried that getting more of them, getting more screen time would kind of like diminish those characters, but they just, I don't know, they, they just nail it. They hit them yeah. exactly the way they should. And yeah. I was like, I just want to hang out with these guys all the time. It was just, I was just so, I just had a lot of fun just hanging out with, with the characters, much less all the, all the yeah, action great. and story and everything. I like when she's like, and this one I babysit for free. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your favorite Jack-Jack power? My favorite Jack-Jack power. I like that he can multiply. That's pretty fun. I thought it's that pretty was pretty good. I don't know, the, 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 the <laughs> raccoon scene, when, when the raccoon's trapped in the chair and then he like catches flames and he's just like knocking the, yeah, yeah. the, the lawn chairs out of the way and the, the raccoon's like, ah! It's <laughs> pretty menacing. That's really great. I, I like the teleport, or not maybe not teleport, but the, like when he goes to the Go, other dimension. Yeah. Um, just because the whole like num num cookie. Num num cookie. God, that's funny. Yeah, the uh, when, he, when he turns into the giant Jack Jack. The, the giant baby was hilarious. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, man. I just, I want to like sit down in a room with these guys and be like, how did you, you know, like. It took them 14 years. That's how it, that's how it happened. You know, yeah. it's sequels are more often than not way worse. And rarely do they ever exceed the original. But to make one that's just basically on par when you already make a great movie is just, it's really impressive. And yeah, I mean, you can make a third one pretty, because the Underminer gets away, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's your third one. I don't feel like, I don't feel like he can be like your main bad guy. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I bet you he, he could, he could be like your, but you know, your Dave Batista grew mm-hmm. into a bigger guy. Probably. Because all, all the villains they've had so far have, have been like, they've had specific commentary on like the place superheroes have in society. And yeah. I feel like that's an important part yeah. of What's going the incredible on. story. Yeah. They're very personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's relatable. Um, but I'm sure there's a potential out there. Right? And after all, they made all this money. I'm sure I mean, yeah, you these. could do a Frozone movie. That would make the, that would make a ton of money. And then even if you did something just on Jack Jack somehow, you know what I, I mean? I mean, they've they've done a short film, the Jack Jack Attack between. That have you guys not seen that? No, I didn't. no. That's the thing that was on. It was on the the DVD of the mm. Incredibles. Um, it's I'll have, to, I'll have to watch that. Um, if you remember in the the first Incredibles when they're coming back from defeating the giant robot thing, um, Helen's listening to the voicemails and it's the babysitter yeah. sending like yeah, increasingly yeah. frantic. So it's essentially just following the babysitter <sighs> in her experiences. Of like you know the Jack Jacks yeah. having powers and that she's would freaking be out. Cool. It's funny. It's really good. Mm-hmm. What did you guys? Uh, this is a little off Incredibles, but what did you guys think of the dumpling short in the beginning? Oh, I no, I, I put that. I meant to put that before we talked about this, but holy <laughs> fuck, that was weird as fuck. It was out there. Yeah, I didn't watch. I didn't. You I, didn't watch. I the, showed up late. Oh, okay. So okay. let no. You should. You do better at synopsis. Okay. So it starts off with this woman and her husband. She's making like um, middle aged yeah. Japanese. Yeah, I've been, I've, I've served through it, but I don't. I haven't seen it, so like, I know a little. It's got like a fat guy, right? And he's like eating some food. Mother, no, okay, motherfucker, okay, why on. are you trying to explain it hold if he's going to tell you so what's happening? It's that she's making him dumplings, like pork dumplings. Yeah. And as they're eating, one of them comes alive, like it grows arms and legs and a body, and so she, she starts to raise it as a child. And as it grows up, it also goes through adolescence, like Violet, <laughs> and it ends up bringing this girl home. I mean, and it wants to do everything normal kids wants to do. It wants to go play soccer, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And she's like, "No, you can't. You can't do. It. You're you're a petite you're a little. Dumpling. You're a little dumpling. You don't want to get you. You don't want you to get hurt." So it brings this girl home, and it's like, "We're getting married. I'm moving out." And she's like, "No, no, you can't." And it's the whole thing silent. Yeah, they don't talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she eats him. And so, yeah, that's the appropriate yeah, response. Yeah, no, it is. I, I was. I, what happened in your theater when that happened? Uh, just like, I, everyone's like, so this little kid, she goes, oh, no. 
<laughs> Everyone in my theater started laughing <laughs> yeah, because it's, it, like, how else are you supposed to respond yeah, to that? Like, well, is that how they end it? No. Uh, so you find out she's like really upset because she ate this dumpling. It was a dream. Her that's what happened with her actual son. And so the kind of the end of the short is the sh- the son showing back up and the dad forcing them to spend time together. Uh, and, like, the very last scene is all four of them, the mom, the dad, the son, and his wife, like, making dumplings together. So it, what what I feel like where it struggles is it touches on, like, a really heartfelt subject and that, like, you know, it's like a broken home and they, you know, there's this rekindling or whatever, and that's all really sweet and nice. But when I first started watching it, I thought it was a couple who couldn't have children. Mm. And so... You know, this like little dumpling baby comes along, and I'm like, oh, because they never had kids. Like, now they have this little dumpling mm-hmm. baby she's like hyper protective of. That's not it at all. And because I thought that when she eats it, I'm I'm just flabbergasted. <laughs> I, I can't handle it. What do you think? I, I know it was way too fucking much. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know, man. I, the whole time I was thinking about what you talked about with like Coco, I was like, what kind of questions does this raise? No, exactly. Dude, someone told me that book of life is way better than Coco. Yeah. Who was who was that person? Regina. Okay. Is you did. True? You said book of life is better than Coco on the Facebook page. Uh, oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. But, but that's you that's haven't even seen it. But that's what I'm saying. Hang on a is second. That, have you guys seen you, book of life? You, I'm, I'm asking no, for commentary. I haven't. Okay. But but oh god, we have so many things to get back to. With it. I have more things on Incredibles, but I want to come back to. Go to keep going with your dumpling. No, I don't want to because <laughs> I want to come back to Ian because we didn't give him enough shit for for a couple of weeks ago when he was rubbishing on J.K. Rowling's writings outside of Harry Potter when he's never read them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> anyway. Carrying back to no, I mean it's 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 just horrifying. Like I, again, it makes sense at the end to me as an adult. Kind of like there are still kind of different ways yeah. you could interpret the way that that story plays out. Um, as far as like like was it a dream? Was it whatever mm-hmm. else? But like again, yeah, no. Like if you're a seven year old, six seven year old kid, and you watch that, like what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so what that, what message are you taking away from her that? Her boy came home, but what happened to the dumpling kid? Did she really eat it? She poop it out. <laughs> um. Did you guys? I'm sure you saw it. The like the the thank you for waiting 14 years mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. I at first I was like, this is stupid. I don't need this. But by the end of it, I was like, I mean, I'm. They were just addressing it. Like yeah, we're just yeah. gonna right off the bat. We made you wait forever for this movie. We're sorry. We're sorry. I don't yeah. feel like you needed to, but I was okay with it. Yeah, it was fine. But speaking of Craig T. Nelson, does sound old. He looks real and, old. Uh, well, and he looks old, but I mean, he sounds old in parts of this movie. Not yeah, they, all the lines of dialogue, but especially yes. like the quieter bits. Well, kind I of think pl- he's trying to sound older when he's tired. Yeah. Like, when he's at night outside, he sounds real old. That's but what I think I was, it's like he's trying not to do that's that. That's what I was thinking, too, is like yeah. he has gotten really old. And almost like they crafted the story for like, hey, Craig, you don't have to try really hard. Yeah. Like, you can just sound like you want to like you normally sound. And of course, Holly Hunter is great in everything. She is. Never never enough Holly Hunter in the nope. world. Be- better or worse than Transformers, what do you think? I'm definitely better than Transformers. Oh, yeah, no, it's way better than Transformers. Yeah, I'd say way better, too. Um, but not as good as the first one. It, no, it's fair. I mean, I haven't even seen any other animated movie, but that will win Best Picture, or Best Animated Movie. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Yeah. No no doubt. Um, you, you alluded to this. I wanted to come back to it. How crazy is it that Bob Odenkirk wasn't the villain of this movie? I know. Bob, Bob Odenkirk is always an evil person. He even not, looked, he's not even a bad guy in Better Call Saul. He totally is. No, he's not. He walks the fine line. <laughs> <laughs> 
He, <laughs> he, I feel he like just, it says more about you than it yeah, does about anything sure. else. Bob Odenkirk is not the is not a bad guy in, in Better Call Saul. This, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, Better Call Saul could have been like an alternative life for you, <laughs> <laughs> but would have went a different road. Uh-huh. Um, he even looks like a villain. Like he's like skinny right. and yeah. he's got a pointy face and he's got a shiny suit. And I, I liked it both. I mean, you, when when Unless they're he's both the villain famous the brother movie. and sister, you kind of knew one of them was going to be the bad guy right off the bat. Yeah, I figured it was going to be both, but yeah. I, I figured both. Yeah. But I think it was cool. I, I, I really like Bob Odenkirk as an actor. You know, I think he's he's also done a Netflix show. Have you guys watched that with like the guy from um, Arrested Development? The Gong Show, not the Gong Show. No, uh, Mr. Show. Yeah, yeah. I hear no, it's it, well, really. So th- I hear it's really. It's Tobias, I think. From, yeah, yeah. No, I hear um, it's really. David funny. Cross. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, no that that show used to be on in like ooh. I'm gonna fuck this up because well, I, I think didn't it's watch back. It. It's not back for now. I think no, they... it is. Okay. But in like, I think it's the late '90s, early 2000s, um, and it was supposed to be kind of like a, a, like a variety uh, show. Right? Well, yeah, it was, but it was like a subversive re- a variety show where they're like, you know, making fun of other variety shows okay. and, and like okay. traditions mm-hmm. and stuff. And apparently, it was it was really groundbreaking at the time. Apparently, the new one sucks. Has not aged as well. I mean, comedy just doesn't age well. Yeah. yeah. You just can't go back and do the same thing 20 mm. years later and expect it to work. Nope. So, but yes, I do know that's the thing. Yeah, I was uh, reading a list about like long delayed sequels and like a lot of them are like action. I mean, uh, comedies that are just like are awful, like uh, Bad Santa 2, Dumb and Dumber 2. Like they wait like 20 years to go back to the well and it's just like not it's too the late. Same. Yeah. Strike while the iron's hot if you're going to do a comedy sequel. Do it like the next movie. Or alternatively, just don't do a comedy I, sequel. Agreed. Yeah, the other one was Zoolander 2 was another one. Yeah. They're just, they're not needed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like comedy like, sequels aren't Comedy needed. stories are so thin. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing to build on there. You know as, I mean? as, we're, as we were just talking about with, I was talking about with, with uh, you know, developing these eccentric characters, that's usually where the comedies fall apart. The bits that were kind of novel and fun and made you laugh the first time just get tiresome yeah. and wearing. And they, they ruin those characters retroactively when you go back and watch the first one again. Back to Incredibles real fast. What did you think of uh, Michael Giacchino's score this time around? I dug it. It was, it was less... I don't know. I, I didn't notice it as much. Yeah, agreed. Um, the, there, there, it wasn't as like big band in your face the whole time. There were a couple during the action scenes where they they do that, and then you know the the credits are great. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it's good. It yeah, just, I would agree with you. I, I think it's very good. I, I could have. I, I always wanted more of it. Yeah, agreed. I want. I mean, especially like I just didn't feel like there was enough of the actual theme. Yeah, the main well, incredible just, theme. Well, like hints. Like, you know, yeah. like there would be like moments where something would happen, and just like very faintly you'd hear like the doo doo doo. Mm. I love that theme. It's really good. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm excited to hear his Jurassic Park stuff. I think he's an interesting choice. Is that next week? Yeah, I'm, week? Real, I'm really excited for Jurassic World. I don't know. Like, I don't like any of them, Dude. but for some reason, I'm excited for this one. You like Jurassic Park? Well, you know, the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. They're saying... I'm hearing mixed things. Some people are saying it's like the second best one, of course, behind Jurassic. And other people are saying it's not good. So I don't know. Yeah. As we've learned, we can't trust anything that comes out yeah, in like, like, the, like initial I, release. Yeah, like... Yeah, I don't know. I'm here. I'm here to mix things. We'll see. It's got a dope ass cold opening, is what everyone's saying. Okay. Mm. So that's cool. I wonder if that's going to be like the no. The it's going to be. Well, it has to do with you know the underwater shark from the first movie. Yeah. He's like, I guess yeah. somehow gets out or something, huh. and, and it's like surfers apparently, and apparently it's fucking dope. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> I'm down with that. Um, but yeah, is that is that Incredibles? I think I think that's it. I think we can put a stamp on Incredibles. Okay, it's, it's a worthy sequel. Go see it. Better than Transformers. Yes, better than Transformers. What have uh, what have we? Uh, you know, I might start what we're watching yep, because let's hear it. I haven't been watching anything, so I don't have anything interesting to contribute. I just started uh, uh, an anime that I'm just catching up on my, on my free time called Kill a Kill on Netflix, 
And it's just so goofy. It's the goofiest fucking thing. Do you like it? I do like it. It's something I'd be embarrassed to watch with other people, but I'm enjoying it. It's a fun time. I just want to say, if you hear a dog barking during this podcast, we've also heard it this entire time, and it's very frustrating. (laughs) He's he's got feelings about Incredibles, too. (laughs) He really wants to share with us. Um, I I hear the Netflix animes are all really, really good. I've only seen one of them. (laughs) Yeah, and you didn't know how you felt about it. I still don't know how I feel about it, but my understanding is it's like the best one of the Netflix ones. I'm I'm skeptical. I haven't tried any other ones. Yeah, though. I'm trying to think. I haven't watched anything. I was thinking. No, I've been been busy fucking working. Incredibles, getting my butt beat and moving. So I seed to Jones. <laughs> I watched Incredibles. That's the one thing I watched. Yeah. I didn't make it to Incredibles. What did I watch? Well, drum roll, please. I That's finally finished Yu Gi Oh. Confetti from the ceiling. That's nice. Five seasons, <laughs> two hundred and twenty-six episodes later. <laughs> what an accomplishment! It took me a month. Was but the I last watched... one like really good or really bad? Okay, so interestingly enough, last week on the podcast, I said it had gotten worse. The second half of the last season, I really dug. I thought it was really cool. I was really into it. It all takes place in like ancient Egypt and how the whole thing started. I really liked that part. The first half of season five is by far the worst part of the entire show. Um, but I would say if you have a lot of free time and you don't mind listening to like 15-year-olds talk about trading card games, <laughs> you, can, you can sit down and watch Yu-Gi-Oh! It's There's not that bad. There's so many other things you can do with your time. <laughs> That's very true. I also watched I, Tanya. How was it? How was it? I liked it. It was pretty good. I mean, it's... I. Yeah, it's not like it was gripping, and I watched it in two sessions. Like I watched, one <laughs> yeah, you know, like I didn't feel. Wait, like is that I, better or worse than Transformers? Then I'm gonna say it's better than Transformers. Like the the acting is really good. Like yeah. Margot Robbie and Allison Janney are incredible in it. She won the Oscar for that. Yeah, Allison Janney did. Yeah. She's like hyper abusive. And yeah, mean, I heard that. and she's really good. Um, and does it take and, you the Nancy Kerrigan? Yeah, it goes through all of it. Through, okay. Yep. You, you never you never get an Oscar for playing a nice person. That's no. true. Uh, and Margot Robbie really does do a great job as Tanya Harding. Uh, there were there was like a moment I turned to my wife and I was like, like it's it's really incredible that she's like super Australian in real life, and then just like kills this like redneck chick from Oregon performance, like uh, really impressive. And yeah. I I don't know how much of of it is her skating in the movie, but um, from what I understand, it's a sizable amount, and, and really she does a top top-notch job like I, I like that movie and then i also finally like a year later watched transformers the last night um i haven't seen that it is worse than transformers uh shit. it is probably better than the first one with mark Wahlberg. but my problem with all the transformers movies except for the first one because it's, it's built into the story of the first one is why does every single one have a different reason the transformers came to earth i know every single one of them like yeah. retcons the one before magical item yes yeah. <laughs> Um, it's like the we, all we spark. Said that's so funny one time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know the it's like fallen. The, gla- it's the glasses, the Sam Witwicky glasses. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what it is in the third one, and then the, like the fourth one, it's like the sword and and the dinosaurs. Like every one is different. Yeah. This They're, one is a staff. Um, so but, but no one ever ever talks about it in any of the earlier movies. Yeah, no, whatever. No. The, whatever. Yeah. The next. Uh, <laughs> never. It's like go get those glasses. We can use those. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you know, spoilers, uh, they make Earth Unicron yep. in the movie, and that is just really disappointing. Like, it's like a really disappointing decision. That seems like the Michael Bayest decision possible, yeah. though. 
Well, and he's so over the top, right? Like in CGI and explosions. When like, hey man, you can make a planet sized transformer. He's like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want to make Earth the transformer. Uh, it's just mind boggling. I'm very excited he will not be doing anymore. Yeah, I think Bumblebee's gonna be much better. I really do. I mean, the trailer looks promising. Yeah. We will not know until we see it. Um, Bumblebee finally gets a voice in it, and so that part is nice. Yeah, I like Bumblebee. He's a, he's a nice robot. That's it. That's all I watched. Well, hang on a second. I uh, I saw a Facebook post where you seem to be Dude, watching... I don't the... even want to bring it up. You don't want to bring it up. It's, it's upsetting. So my wife and my kids were, for one time, all in different places. So my wife was out of the house, and my children were asleep, and I was like, I'm going to watch Yu Yu Hakusho, because I remember loving that show as a kid. I started, I get through one episode. I start the second one, and my two-year-old is like, Hey, Dad, I'm awake. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll watch Tarzan instead. I mean, look. Tarzan so I watched that. Tarzan. I, I did yeah, watch Tarzan. Phil Collins, this is a good time. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If we're talking about kids' movies, I saw I saw Tarzan, and I watched The Star, which was a Christmas yeah, movie that came out. Yeah, we have The Star. Um, and it's okay. It's got, a good message. It's got Zachary Levi and um, that chick from Jane the Virgin, Jennifer something. She got was a, also in Annihilation. Got a couple camels in there. Keegan Michael Key, yeah. I mean, it's fine. You know, it's a Christmas movie. I mean, we've seen the Christmas story a thousand times. This time, told from the donkey's perspective. I do um, like a good donkey. Yeah, Shrek. who doesn't enjoy a good donkey? Movie? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So I guess I watch more than I let on. I'm, I'm going to let you know if you ever get back to uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, it holds up. I, wa- it, I recently I recently watched the whole thing last summer. Uh, I can't, dude. I want to so bad. I, it, it's good, and then the dark tournament takes like two. It's like three seasons. Yeah. Somehow, and then it gets a little samey, <laughs> but then it finishes strong. You, yeah. I promise you. Why don't you just give up when it got bad? <laughs> <laughs> I was committed. You're committed at that point. I had, I had watched over a hundred episodes at that point. You know, it's so funny to me is. Um, the same actors, man. They just keep getting like recurring. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, Christopher Sabat is in like every anime I ever watched, and mm. I didn't. Re- you know, he's in Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, he is, of course, Vegeta and Piccolo. Mm-hmm. He is in um, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, and it's it's basically the same voice every time. Like it's just Christopher Sabat. Like you know, there's a little bit difference between Vegeta and Piccolo, but when I watch him in something else, I'm like, oh, that's. that's I mean, it's Piccolo espe- voice. especially when all those shows were were getting dubbed into English. Yes, there was not a market for like that 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 industry didn't exist. There were just a couple guys they pulled off the streets, be like, hey, you want to make two hundred bucks? Yeah. For sure. Dude, Toonami made the industry. They absolutely did. Um, I missed, you know, like, the Tom shorts mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I enjoyed those things. Also, there was uh, one of the teachers in Yu Yu show plays Fuhrer Bradley in Full Metal Alchemist. So, I, like, I'm just sitting here, and that's the first one. I was like, I know that voice. Mm-hmm. And so, I looked up the cast, and it's like, oh, yep, I know them, I know them, I know them. But they just keep getting regurgitated, the same things over and over again. I will watch it. I just don't know when. So, Jurassic World next week? Hell yeah. God damn it. I'm going to watch the first one tonight. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tonight. I kind of want to watch them all. I might. Wait, it says what, Monday? I you, want time. Okay, nope. I'm watching the first one <laughs> and the new one. I don't, Fuck the rest. I don't know that. I don't, I, you know, my wife's a, the big fan. I don't know that I can watch it with her because it's just going to be her like oodling Chris Pratt for two hours. She loves Chris Pratt. I like Chris Pratt as like Parks and Rec guy and Star Lord. But he gets flimsy after that. Like he's also pretty insufferable in the Jurassic World movies. Yeah, well, and also yeah. no, he sucks in that. No, I'm saying I like him in the other ones, but yeah, I hate yeah. him in Jurassic World. I hate it. Like I thought he was gonna be good in that Magnificent Eight movie. He fucking sucked in that. I don't know, man. Passengers was horrible. Like yeah, he's 
if it's not those two roles, like I do not like him. He was fine in Moneyball, and he was fine in Zero Dark Thirty, but he's not the main actor in either. That's of true. Those, those are small roles, but he those is are good small in roles. But he's and good in them. He's fucking dope See, in Zero Dark Thirty. I forget. He mm. that's when he started getting jacked. Yeah, See, he must have gotten cast as Star Lord by that point. The what's funny to me is like he's a serious actor in Moneyball, and I I believe it. Yeah, he plays mm-hmm. Scott Hattenberg, yep. and I like there's no question about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where that guy has been for like the last seven years. Right, like that yeah. role was good. Where's where I mean, here's he the go? thing: I still think he can do that. I just don't think anyone's looking for him that to could do be. that. That could be. Yeah, so. I, I, I'm not gonna lie; I'm a big fan of Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm excited to see her in this movie. I that's fair. Are you yeah. excited about? Uh, are you a fan of her acting ability, or are you a fan of? Her appearance. Who's the villain? All of the above. Oh, that's fair. Who's the villain? Dinosaurs? <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> but, pro- but probably the Asian guy from yeah. the first one. B.D. Wong? Yeah. No. Well, there's Benedict Wong no, and there's B.D. Wong. Yes, no, which one is which? I thought <laughs> no. those were the same person. No. No. I think this is B.D. Wong. I think Benedict Wong is the one from. Oh, I was thought. So I was right? I, was thought, I think you are right. I yeah. was thought B.D. was short for Benedict. No, no, they're two different people, but I didn't know. I, I think I, they probably are both named Benedict, and one was just like, <laughs> I have to go by B.D. now. <laughs> Benedict's already taken. B.D. That's a good little initial. Yeah. Huh. All anyway. right. So, yeah. yeah, next week, Jurassic World 2. It will be. The f- Fallen Kingdom. It'll be something. Uh, there'll be dinosaurs in it. There, yeah. What if there wasn't? That would be the big twist. The Endoraptor. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Endoraptor. What if the only dinosaurs were birds? I hear Blue's oh. gonna Blue's gonna be like way too smart. Yeah, like, of Blue's course. Blue's gonna be like an actually like a dog, and I want everyone <laughs> to know going in, it's gonna annoy me. Like if, it's gonna be able to sit. It's gonna roll over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I mean, it's gonna really Look, fucking if, annoy if me. If we didn't have <laughs> if if we didn't have so many other like worthwhile movies to see, I'd be perfectly fine spending a week trashing on Jurassic World because I, I hate the fuck out of that movie. <laughs> but we're just gonna. I, the only thing I, I like about Jurassic World is fucking Jimmy Buffett and that Margaret. No, that's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> um, the I I do need to make a confession because I remember the three of us being at Buffalo Wild Wings one day yeah. and Joseph just ragging on Jurassic World and you and I both were like, really? it's not that bad. But uh, it is right. waned. You're right. It is that bad. <laughs> it has waned over time. I remember watching it the first time and it was just like well, it's fun just, enough. Yeah, well, it's hitting you with it, that nostalgia. It was, it was childhood yeah. wish fulfillment. no soul. No. None. Yeah. Except Jimmy Buffett in that fucking margarita. That's the it's, realest thing. It's more of a cash grab than um, J. Fantastic Rowland, J.K. Rowland's fucking universe. It's more of a cash grab than That's probably true, piece. honestly. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's 100%. I don't think... I, it's going to make a lot of money, too. People love dinosaurs. I don't, I don't know, man. Them. I just don't know. Like, there was a reason why we went a long time without a Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyone thought it would make, you know, what, a, what 1.5 or whatever the frig it made? Yeah. I, I like that... Uh, What's his face coming back? Ian Malcolm. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jeff Goldblum. They yeah. need to bring back Sam Neill. Yeah, absolutely. Like that would be cool. And bring back the the blonde, like Ellie Sadler. Take man. the Star Wars Ellie. approach. You know, make one of the first one should have been Sam Neill. The second one should have been about Jeff Goldblum, and the third one about you know Elliot Sadler. That's kind yeah of what they're doing with. I think the next one's was supposed to be about like Leia, but she's dead now. That uh, like th- Force Awakens is kind of about Han. I think Last Jedi is kind of about Luke. And I, I just th- don't feel like. And uh, I think the third yeah. one was supposed to be about Leia, but she died. Yeah. God damn it! I don't want to give. We're fine. We're, 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 That's a point. No, yeah, no, it is a point. I just don't feel like the Star Wars approach, the recent sequel Star Wars approach, is a good approach to moving on your franchise because it doesn't move on your franchise. Yeah. It, I feel like I, I don't get me wrong. I I'm not opposed to fan service, but I feel like bringing those people 
kind of holds you back in a way. Like you, but unless, you it's in a, unless it's in a really limited cameo role. You wouldn't have enjoyed Jurassic well, World more. Well, that's why more. Ian Malcolm You wouldn't have enjoyed Jurassic World more if in the first one, running around with Chris Pat was Sam Neill fucking throwing a quip around and identifying a dinosaur footprint. I would have liked that a lot more. But you see, I, it, it would, yeah. then, then you'd have to say either Sam Neill is the main guy that you're following or Chris Pratt is the main guy that you're following and Sam Neill is, is just like I think bitch. you make Sam Neill the beta. You know what I mean? But, but that's but, the alpha, and then you kind of pass the torch. But you like, see, that's, that's what, what they, I just feel like that in that situation, Sam Neill is holding back Chris Pratt from like being the face of that franchise. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I mean, there's, I can see it. You can. You, there's right. a lot wrong with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but that you could argue that that's a big problem with it too. Is like this. Yep. Indy is a mentor now. Right. And this and person's going to be Mark Williams. Yeah. Down your what? What? Throat. Hang on. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's let's rewrite this movie where we have Mutt, whatever his face is, just show up. Find out that, like, maybe not even find out that he's Indiana Jones' son at first, but, like, come across, like, an old chest. He's on, like, a mission to find something. He finds, like, a treasure map and the fucking hat. Yeah. And he goes on the thing, and at some point in the adventure, he finds out he's Indiana Jones' son, maybe at the end. But he just goes on an adventure. Would that be a better movie? I agree. Yes. Yes, it would be. You could have, you didn't, you don't actually need Indy in the movie at all. Yeah. No. You could have just made a sequel about whoever the new Indiana, yeah. you know, and if that it's supposed to be his son. So much and it would have been better. Yep. It's got to uh, have the hat that hat's important. Yeah, well, Because you're right 100%. And, and that thing, Harrison Ford is totally holding Shia LaBeouf. If they were planning which, on... Which is a weird their, thing to in, say. Yeah. In their crazy mind, if they thought Shia LaBeouf <laughs> was going to continue the Indiana Jones franchise, and that's what they were trying to do, well, he is holding him back a little bit. And, I will say, <laughs> I would be curious in the third one in Jurassic World to see Sam Neill come back. Because yeah. at this point, you've established Chris Pat as the guy. Yeah. And if you're saying at the end of Jurassic World to Fallen Kingdom or whatever, I don't know where the states are going to be, but say dinosaurs are roaming free now. That's what I, I, think, I think they're going Planet of the Apes. It very well could be. Um, but then you have, okay, all Elliot Sadler, Sam Neill, anyway, I guess Laura Dern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Laura Dern, Sam Neill, teaming up with Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt and going around that catching dinosaurs. Awesome. Even if it's just for a scene, like yeah. where, where they're off doing it somewhere else. Hang on a second. You might be more onto something. How Planet of the Apes are you talking? Like actual Planet of the yeah, Apes? Yeah, like they take over. Oh, yeah. No, I'm super down with that. And then the next what? one's like, you know, people surviving. Like, yeah, like, splint- like <laughs> splintered humanity learning how to fight dinosaurs again yeah. without like infrastructure. Oh, that's great. Could I like that. Could you go back and watch the first Jurassic Park movie ever again? <laughs> After that, <laughs> because I you know, know this ends up with dinosaurs <laughs> ruling the earth. <laughs> that would be so funny. I'm kind of down with that. That's yeah. actually a better idea. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway, we'll Jurassic World next week. It'll be fun. It'll be something. We went on a tangent. We sure did. <laughs> um, so first off, as always, thank you for listening. If uh, if you like this, please rate and subscribe. Tell your buddies. Tell everybody. Stream it from the rooftops. If we didn't talk about something in Incredibles that was important, if you have more comments, questions, things you wanted to address, what did, did Regina sent something to us this week that I wanted to... Oh, no. Book of Life's Better Than Coco. Yeah, she sent that. She also sent... She recommended... Uh, what's that uh, HBO Succession. show that's coming out? Is, is that what it's called? I think so. Succession? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, the new HBO show. That it looks bad to me, and I just read an What's article. What's the session? So it's it's about like a, a rich family from like a you know, like a you know business mogul guy, and I guess the business mogul guy is about to step down, and all his kids are like rich spoiled uh, brats they want to take over, like uh, the Texas oil thing show, Dynasty. No, with um fucking ooh, Dallas. It's, yeah, it's like Dallas. Kind of. I didn't watch Dallas, so I have no Neither idea. It's just scheming rich people trying to get richer. Then yes, that's probably what it is. <laughs> My understanding is it has like it started off like not great, but it's gotten better. 
but it's got Kieran Culkin, who I love. Huh. So yeah. someone told me on that same kind of thing. It's on Showtime. It's a show called Billions. Yeah, yeah. with Damian Lewis and Paul Giamatti, and I'm hearing it's good, but I haven't watched. it. I hear it's just fucking ridiculous. And my my understanding is these two are kind of in the same vein. Like yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're they're appealing yeah, they're to fucking the, Dallas. They're uh, yeah, they're appealing to the same cynical rich asshole yep. thing. But anyway, I like the guy from Homeland who's in Billions, Damian Lewis. Yeah, he's all right. So I kind of I think I'd watch that on the Book of Life is better than Coco. Fry. Have you seen Book of Life? I have. Book of Life is a very good movie. I don't feel like we need to like really compare them. They're both probably Are better they talking than about Transformers. the same idea though. That's what I was. They're told. both about like Mexican Dia de los Mortes. You how, know what I mean? Like, how dare you say we don't have to compare them? <laughs> <laughs> what is this show? But establishing <laughs> we whether we only one... compare to one are thing. Both, hold on, let's go here. Do you, are they both better than Transformers? <laughs> yes, yes, okay. they're both good. They're, they're both a lot of songs. And they're both a bunch of sugar skulls running around <laughs> singing shit. There's a guitar in there. I mean, they're very similar movies. There's, but a, there's a dog with bones. They're enjoyable. <laughs> that one has Channing Tatum in it. Ooh. Yeah. If if there's one thing we've learned in this new world that we're in is that you can't have two good things. Yeah. You have to be a part of a tribe, and your tribe is the <laughs> one, best tribe. One thing is the best thing. Everything <laughs> else is the worst thing. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us and send us on more tangents, you can reach us at betterthantransformers at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter and Facebook at BT Transformers. Ooh. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Deuces. Deuces.